There it is. It's Tuesday. We're back for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. It's the only way to start your day. If you're not doing it this way, I don't know what you're doing. Good morning, gentlemen. What are you so happy about? Because it's, it's another day to chase greatness. Another another day to get 1% better. Got my ass kicked in the gym this morning. It was a ridiculously hard leg day. Uh, but, you know, it's you got another opportunity. It could, the, you know, the, the alternative is not something I'm interested in. So here we are. So how many days are you working out? Uh, four or five. Okay. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the schedule that I'm trying to stick nice. to. But sometimes you wake up on a Thursday and you're like, I just can't move. I'm still feeling it for Monday, Tuesday. So, and it's coming, you know, I was out for two and a half weeks, three weeks. Actually, I don't know that everybody in the huddle knows this, but I was, I had COVID. I got the Delta variant and was, was out for two weeks. So I didn't stop doing the huddle, obviously, but I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing things and obviously not going to the gym. And, uh, you know, it's good to be back in the gym, but that starting over again and feeling the feeling the two weeks, feeling not as strong, feeling, you know, not as quick, feeling not as conditioned sucks, sucks to start over again. I um, I'm consistently four days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, but I've been doing a little traveling. So the weekends have gotten tough. And when you go down to two instead of four, you really feel it. So I'm back in that routine and there's nothing like routine and pace and, you know. The thing you feel the most is the food, though. Like, you know, it was, it was a fantastic weekend, right? Like unbelievable food. And I even drank more than I normally drank. Like I had tequila on Saturday. I had beer on Sunday. Uh, but the cakes and the sugar and like I just don't eat that way on the regular. So doing it even just for three straight days you just feel it like you feel so you just feel heavy from it and you don't think clearly body doesn't operate the same way it's amazing the difference the food makes i don't know there's just something about when i'm on the road you know i stopped at that stuckies you know you gotta have a pecan yeah it's like gotta have chick-fil-a you know like unfortunately you're driving on sunday so chick-fil-a was closed but like but yeah it's a no-brainer about it we did talk about chick-fil-a man it was like you know yeah traveling is synonymous for me with chick-fil-a so absolutely yeah it's almost a guarantee bang bang i mean woke up and had a starbucks sandwich but to your point food is key um but it's tuesday there's a lot of good stuff for us to talk about right terrific ton of great stuff to talk about there's great national day to talk about you wrote a great piece of content that we're going to talk about today that's got a lot to do with playing games and uh and, and how to really attack it in the sense of business. But before oh, we wow. do that, where you been? Where you <laughs> <doing>? <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Good to see you. Dave. Dave. Dave's not here. <laughs> Dave has not been here. Dave's not here. But I do have to shout out Shay because <laughs> we did that piece together. So he is my cohort. Can't wait to share it with you because it really is a dynamite piece of content that I've been sharing with my clients and now you've chosen to share with the huddle well let's go let's get to some morning wake up music and let's get to the content Ah, 
Before we go, got a couple shout outs because I, I'm noticing something in the comments, right? Like people don't just show up to the huddle. It's how you like say good morning, like Eddie Dykes with the double exclamation point, right? Like Lindsay, double exclamation point, Jeremy Turisk, all caps and 9,000 exclamation points. Mary like, goes fan freaking tastic. Yeah. So you asked me like, what am I so excited about? Like, that's the standard. You can't show up here and just like, you know, walk into the huddle Chaz with the double all caps. Hello. Hello. You know, like, so there's a standard to be met here. I want to give one more shout out to Hayden because Hayden is, is now a member of roar. So I'm seeing him at five 45. He looked at me in the middle of the workout today and he's like, you're going to delay the huddle today, right? Like, there's no way you're doing the huddle after this. I know, man. The show goes on. The show goes uh, on. Didn't he move to a new position? And he just, yeah, he became the VP of development for, I'm going to space on the name of the organization. Hayden, throw it in the comments for everybody. But everybody should have a virtual coffee with Hayden. He's got a great new opportunity that he's working on and uh, excited for him. And Eddie Dykes, thank you. I appreciate being on the call with you yesterday. It was a great conversation that we talked about. And, and it's going to fit in to the content for today because it's all about strategy. So but, today, sorry, but today yeah. um, I post my conversation with Joe Mullings. And Joe Mullings said something to me right from the get-go. He goes, you, Noodleberg, are a guy I want in my bunker when we're yeah. going to war. When we go to Bayonets, I don't know if you remember what he said. <laughs> of course. Eddie Dykes. I want it in my bunker, man. That guy is yeah. fucking lit. Man. Yeah, and he, I'm telling you right now, he's not using bayonets. <laughs> <laughs> he's going right for atomic, man. Oh, man, he's going all the way through it. So uh, awesome stuff. So today, when it comes to the content that we're going to talk about, today's day is National Live Creative Day. And, uh, you know, I think it's so important in the world that we're living in now to talk about creativity. Creativity is something that we talk about in our get on the ball mindset module. And I think it's something that differentiates us in our coaching and how we talk to people because we don't necessarily think inside the box, right? We're pulling from all different industries, all different ideas to help people get better, right? We're trying to find all the different ways. So I think, you know, when we talk about creative and how to be creative. You talked about working out. You talked about food. I think that helps create the mindset and clear the mindset for you to have creative thoughts. Is there anything physically that you do that helps you be creative? Well, let me go back to the days when we were, you know, we had the the war room, you yep. know, at, you know, at it at uh, on the ball, and when we would invite clients in for what we called the big think. And by the way, we do big things with individuals now, but it was a big thing. It's just a deep dive into all of the stuff about a business. I learned early on that it was more about like I had to feed people. There had to be little nuggets, you know, pretzels, little stuff, because when they say feed the creative process, that's emotional and physical. The you know, somebody was hungry. They're distracted. They're thinking about fucking tacos. <laughs> you know, they, they can't be, you know, thinking. And, you know, I use the term in the creative process, you know, kernel of an idea. 
kernels, popcorn, bang, you know. So, you know, when you boil something, you know, which is what the creative process is, you got to feed it. So did you have a strategy to what you would feed people? Because like, you know, you can't have like a, a full spread of bagels and locks. Cause if I eat a bit, like I'm out, I need a nap right. after that. You know? So like, right. was there an idea on here? Let's, let's make sure we had something to munch on, but not something that's going to put people overboard. Why don't you bring Shay on? Shay was usually responsible for setup. So Shay, do you remember anything from the menu? Uh, let's see. Trail mix. Trail um, mix with it. Right. <laughs> with the with the wasabi peas. Oh, wasabi peas! <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, we had a little mixture, and then uh, we got towards the end. We had a little, uh, little, little splash of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> a great way to end it, always. And actually, <laughs> it's really not not a bad idea. Like, if you in your strategy session, right? Don't get hammered. But if you hand out a cocktail to everybody. It lets the guard down, right? It brings yeah, it. So Scotch drives the ideas. You know, Christian White comes in and says that. But I agree. I think that – so that's my next point is that if your mind is right, if you're clear, then you got to have the time. We called it big things. We call it big things. That's the, the first, you know, coaching session with somebody for me is really putting it all out on the table and figuring out where it's going to go. But – you got to dedicate that time. And if it's personal creative time, like mine is first thing in the morning. I get up, I take Lou for a walk, I come right back. That's my time to write my post. It might not go out until the next day, but I'm, I'm, there's no distractions, there's nothing happening, and I have dedicated time on my calendar to be creative. So you got to have that time allotted for yourself, whether it be as a group or individually. So I've learned through the process that you can't force it. You know, when we would dedicate the time, that's where Tell Me Something Good really started because I'd sit everybody down and go, tell me something good or tell me something about yourself that nobody in the room knows. You know, vulnerability, breaking down the walls, whatever you're, you know, when we, you know, our conference room, the war room was great. It was basically like a big skybox. It was all glass. We wanted people to leave their shit on the outside and just come and talk and have fun. And, you know, sometimes you if you think about thinking, you stop thinking. You just got to let it happen, you know. So, you know, I think you're right. I mean, Helen cracked up. She goes, you, you had a bar in your office? I said, absolutely, man. It was part of the process. You know? Something to tear the walls down, right? right? Especially in the creative process because that's another part of it is not having – yourself in a box, not having yourself thinking only about one thing. It's really about pulling in all of the ideas. So the inputs are the next part of that, or what are you feeding yourself? What content are you reading? What other organizations are you looking at? Where are you getting ideas? And that for me in football, I watched everybody else because I didn't know where an idea was going to come from that I was going to be able to put into action. I had the, so I, this is unbelievable, right? I'm in my office one day and I'm, I got ESPN on and they pulled up, there's rugby, they're showing rugby highlights. And I watch a rugby play happen and I'm like, that kind of looks like a kickoff return. So I immediately go up to my whiteboard and I start drawing up how it might happen, right? I put this whole thing together and I take it to the head coach, Brian Pulling at the time and say, hey, I said, what do you think of this? I said, this is a little different. But if we ever had to run a kickoff or kickoff return as the last play and we had to score, 
this could be our answer. And he loved it. He's like, let's put it, let's practice it in practice tomorrow. Excellent. We put it into practice. It worked the very first time, right? Yeah. I lined up a team against it and I said, guys, I want you to stop it, right? Go down and make the tackle. I want this thing to be real and live. And it worked. And it was the most unbelievable thing. I mean, I remember the video of me being on, like freaked out that it was happening, but that was because I'm taking content. It was a rugby play, but I saw it. And because I was in that creative thought process, I was able to apply that to what I was doing. I think that's another huge part is taking in inputs from everywhere to build your strategy. So uh, this LinkedIn user is Ginger. So yeah. uh, Ginger is one of the smartest people on the planet. I mean, she is a clear, creative writer. Um, <laughs> she's on it. She bakes ideas as good as anybody I know. She's sat in on some of those, those events. But to your point, and Mary Beth from United Way shot me a note the other day. She saw a commercial. I think it was a Nike commercial. Um, might have been an NFL commercial. I got you. Who's got you back? I got you right. back. I got you back. I got, and I get chills thinking about it. She goes, that inspired the hell out of me. You know, so th that little thing. It was an NFL commercial, by the way. It was the NFL. And I was like, wow, that's amazing marketing. Wow, isn't that good? <laughs> isn't that good? Shout out to Mary Beth. I had seen it, loved it, archived it. But then she deliberately stopped her day, shot me a text and said, this, this got me going. That's the creative process. It's TV, it's radio. Everything I read pre-huddle, you know, I'm up yeah. at three o'clock. Everything I read, there's a line or a word or something that I pull out of it that sends me down some, you know, rabbit hole today. The creative process was, we're about to do our strategy meeting. So yeah. I know that business is a lot about strategy. People focus on tactics, but it's, if you have the wrong strategy, it doesn't matter what the tactics are. Oh, so what a great segue to the next piece of content for the day. So the key to playing the game is understanding the strategy and the tactics. And that's going to take us to our next piece of content. But before we do that, we're going to go to morning motivational music, which is all about the games. And then we're going. Let me take you back to 16-year-old Mark Nudelberg when that song was hot. Publix did not stop playing it. And that was my first job. 
And so every time I hear that song now, I get sent right back to standing at the edge of the aisle, bagging groceries for people, listening to that song over and over and over. It'll be stuck in your head all day. But, but I will tell you this, that proves my theory that, you know, the rule, listen to music, music reminds you of something. It's an association. In your life, changes the mood, which informs the creative process. Bang, yeah. Beautiful. That's a great pick. I'm going to be listening to Santana. Yeah, that's a great album. So that um, album from Santana. That has was, uh, Rob uh, Thomas. Rob Thomas. Yeah. To Rob. I mean, so many yeah, people. The guy from Nickelback does something with him. Kroger. Chad yeah. Kroger. Yeah. That's, that's really an unbelievable yeah. featured album where he is playing guitar. And this is a ton of great music so, from that so album. Supernatural thing. is the name of that album, yeah, by the way. One thing. When he leans back and yeah. <laughs> in that moment, that's when you know the guy is there. He's... He doesn't even care who's watching or listening. He's, yeah, he's doing his thing. He's playing, he's playing his game. That's the zone, baby. That is the zone. And so you wrote this great piece of content about, you know, business lessons from chess. And it's one thing that I've really – when I left the game of football, I had a very clear understanding of the rules, of the strategy – and I had a vision of if I was a head coach, all of the strategies and tactics that I would put in place in order to be successful. I had mastered the game by the time I was 32. So when I stepped out, I saw a ton of similarities to football and business, but it's a different game, right? The game of football is finite. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clock and there's a season and it, it ends. And the game of business is ever going much more like a chess match, right? It's a much longer game. It's much longer strategy. So talk to us a little bit about what you put together and why you did it. So first of all, I love the way you frame that because football and sports is a finite game. Simon Sinek does a whole thing. His recent book is the called The Infinite Game. Business is infinite. You know, we're number one. What the hell does that mean? When, how, what are the metrics? You know, you got to create your own space, got to create your own, you know, stuff. So, you know, when I think about chess, chess, for me, the first thing that dawned on me was that most people think about the move they're making. And in chess, the move you're making is the weakest link. It's the third move. I'm doing this because bang, bang, bang. So because you, you see know, the next four or five moves coming correct. up. So when they say, look at the chessboard, and this happened a lot when I was consulting clients, they would go, I'd come up with an idea and they would go, dude, that is brilliant. I go, it's not brilliant. I look at the board differently than you do. You're right. in it. You're looking at it like a checker, like it's checkers. I'm up above it going, wait a minute. What can I learn from the pieces of the puzzle? Who am I playing with? Wait a minute. Know your team. You know, so, I mean, you can go through a lot of this. But yeah, so I think mastering the rules is something that's really, really important. And I, and that's the thing about it. Like in sport or in chess, the rules are very defined. In business, there are some rules that are very defined and there are some rules that are not. And so I think in your business, it's super important. And in your organization, it's super important for you to define your team rules. What are the rules that you want your organization to operate within because that's going to inform how everybody behaves on a daily basis. And if those aren't in place, 
everybody has free reign to do whatever they want. And you get pissed off that people aren't executing the way you think they should be executing, but you haven't set the rules and the parameters for people. So, so there are things called non-negotiables, you know, um, this whole thing, you know, about what we do is your own operating system. You know, yep. Bill Belichick has an operating system. Nick Saban has an operating system. And don't mistake the fact that he is a CEO. He yep. operates that like a CEO. So whatever business you're in, you know, one of the reasons why I wrote the book was there are my rules of engagement. Those are things that were non-negotiable. I don't show up less than a 10 ever. People say, wow, you're always on. You always have a lot of energy. I understood the rules. I understood that if I showed up less than, I'd receive less right. than. I didn't want to leave that to chance. So, you know, what? for, for me, the, the number one thing was to be planning ahead. You and I, Mark, I mean, Jake and Shay are going to spend a couple hours tomorrow developing where we're going. Correct. You know, I've shared this with people, if, and I'll take you back to June, we were cruising. We had an unbelievable six months. And I said to you guys, I said, we're off the pace for September. And you right. were like, what? I go, <laughs> I'm telling you, we don't have enough in the pipe to satisfy where our goals for September, October going forward. And I think, you you know, you react that strategy. That's understanding the board. That's knowing the players, knowing the rules. The rules of the game is you got to have a healthy pipeline because if you don't, the chances of hitting your number are zero, you know, they go the other way. So, you know, I, I look and pay attention to the board all the time. And sure enough, September comes, we crushed it. We're, you know, we're looking great for fourth quarter, but it's not by accident. 90 day rule. No. And I, so the, the knowing the players line fits into a couple different buckets for me. Like number one, as an organization, you have to know your people. If you're asking people to do things that are not in alignment with who they are, you're never going to reach the goal as an organization because you're missing the mark. You don't have the right people in the right seats. The other part of that is knowing the people that are the right targets for you, right? Like understanding who an ideal client is or what the avatars of the people that you should be having conversations with that build that pipeline. You could be talking to the wrong people all day long. You're having conversations but none of them are ever going to convert or convert to make your business successful because they don't match the right players that you need to be talking to. So knowing, like understanding in chess that every pawn, every player has a different move, a different value. You have to understand that in order to be able to build a strategy after you know the rules and know the players. You know, so, I mean, you can keep going here, but again, one of the top ones for me when you play chess you have to be patient. Chess yes. is not happening. You're not winning the game on one move. You're, it's a whole set of things that need to take place. And I think most of the people that we encounter who are not successful want it to happen overnight. Yep. So they're not willing to bake it. You know, you can have all the right ingredients. You have to, it takes a certain time to bake the cake. You got to let it bake, <laughs> you know? So, you know, all the things that we're doing, we're doing for the future not for today. If you're worried about closing deals today, you've already lost. And so I, I think the one to leave it on is the ability to make sacrifices, right? Like in chess, you're willing to sacrifice a pawn on this move because you know the way it sets up four or five moves later. 
you got to know, you got to be willing to say no. You got to be willing to turn down revenue. You got to be willing to, to sacrifice things, whether it's your time, whether it's financially, whether it's opportunity, whatever it is, you have to be willing to make sacrifices in order to play the long game and know where it is that you really want to get to. And I'll give you a real-time example because people say, well, you talk a good game. Well, here's the reality. I had somebody reach out, wanted to have a coffee with me. We had an amazing amazing first coffee a lot of connections a lot of energy a lot of good stuff i want your book i want to bring you into my organization ghost gone sent them the book never thank you never nothing sent them a few notes gave him some time and then i blew him off i said i don't play that that's not my rules my rules are you want to you don't need to buy anything from me but you cannot be rude you cannot treat me with disrespect that's my part. That's my dance. Yep. And I blew him off. And he knows who he is. And I don't want to do business with that. I don't want to introduce him to anybody because that's just not how the game is played. And if you're willing to make that sacrifice, because most people hang on, well, maybe they'll say yes. And maybe they'll come back in, cut them out and let something else in. The last, I think the last discipline to that is like when you get to the finish line with them, and whether it be an individual or an organization, and then you really start to hear what the pain points are and you start to really get the sense that you're not really a fit, right? And you're like, well, I'm already here. Like, I'm, we're so close. I'll just maneuver ourselves a little bit to fit them more. Don't do that, right? Discipline to who you are, what your business is and what you guys do so that you can live and, and, and say no to that, right? That's the discipline and the sacrifice of that because you're going to go get something that is the right fit for you. So great start to the day. Great start to a Tuesday. Well done, dad. Great content that you've created. If anybody wants the article, they can reach out directly to you, I assume, to get it. Uh, they'll have to pay for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> have a fantastic Tuesday. Let's get down to business. You know what? They'll have to buy me a virtual coffee. There you go. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Mama, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak My friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business